This is the Ken Pittman Show on 1420 WBSM. Check out Guitar George. He knows all the chords. Mighty Strictly Rhythm, he doesn't want to make it cry or sing. Up under the lights, play his thing. And Harry doesn't mind if he doesn't make the scene. He's got a daytime job, he's doing all right. He can play the home, talk like anything. Saving it up. Friday night with the Sultans, with the Sultans of Swing. Welcome back to the Ken Pittman Show. All right, so the big game tomorrow night, six thirty. But a lot of people start gathering earlier. It's a pretty much a national holiday, unofficially. Not that I'm advocating for, oh, it's a Sunday, who cares? But um, I think it's going to be a good game. I really do. I think San Francisco has the better roster. And now with the news that uh, Tony, the best offensive lineman in Kansas City, uh, will not be playing, I, I think that is a bridge too far for even pat mahomes i think they're going to keep it tight not as tight as before this news but i think uh, it'll be a respectable loss for kansas city who will be right back at it again next year i would venture to say uh and you can you can feel very confident that with their first round pick unless they move down with one of one of probably their first pick Available to them, they'll they'll grab a wide receiver, and there's some really good ones in this draft coming up. Um, not so certain now. It was much more certain, I think, a couple of weeks back, what the Patriots would be or should be doing with their third pick in the draft, and now it seems there's a diverse set of opinions by the the football experts. I, I'm not one of them. I'm of the opinion they should drop down in the draft, exchange their third pick for a sixth or eighth or tenth or something, and exchange for uh, not just that tenth pick, but a second, third, fourth round pick, and next year's second round. You can get a lot of value having a draft choice that high. There are some desperate teams that want one of those top choices. And we definitely could use any of those top choices. I'm not disagreeing, but we have greater needs than than one position. And there's a lot of depth in this draft. I think you can really build the team faster with uh, some quality volume picks. But the Pats aren't in this conversation for tomorrow's game. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. There's no reason to believe we'll see them in the Super Bowl in the next 10 years right now. It's anybody's guess after that, but it's, there's just no reason to believe they'll be a contender. We don't even have one of those much-needed franchise quarterbacks that the that the AFC is just completely 
overflowing with quality quartership, uh, quarterback play. And I may live to regret my, my prediction. Uh, next week I may be saying on the air right here and saying, what was I crazy thinking Brock Purdy was going to beat Patrick Mahomes? Yet here I am today, I'm convinced it's going to happen. Uh, earlier today, we talked about uh, Biden's problems, if you're just joining us. He's basically arguing with the Justice Department report, which said he is too feeble and old and unca- he's incapable of understanding what he's done with these classified documents if we were to take him to trial. That's the only reason we're not charging him. And he's now arguing with them, well, that's not true. I'm capable. <laughs> he's almost arguing to be tried. Um, he's in a very precarious position here, right? And they got him right out there that following night, and it was a train wreck. He was confusing Egypt and Mexico. I don't think Michael Scott does that. And, you know, he took exception to one of the observations made by the investigators that were interviewing him over these classified documents that he took as vice president illegally and, and, and shared the information with people that didn't have classified clearance. Knowingly, he's denying it, but it's, it's not in question according to the Department of Justice. But he's saying, while he was interviewed, they asked him if he knew when his son died, and he wasn't able to answer the question within a few years. And he brought it up to the press uh, Thursday night. He said it's none of their damn business, as if he had some sort of uh, sympathy capital. Because his son died, it was a misuse of it. It was it was really bizarre. And the president arguing with his own Justice Department, we saw it with Trump because you know, Trump was an outsider. We, <laughs> the, the same Justice Department um, that answers to Donald Trump was the same Justice Department that pretended they didn't know the Russian collusion steel dossier was a, was a complete hoax fabricated by the Clinton campaign. They pretended they didn't know. But they wanted to increase the chances of Hillary getting elected by uh, pretending that the investigation hadn't closed. They knew damn well. So did the media. So it's a different set of circumstances for an establishment guy like Joe Biden. Too big to take down like Hillary was too big to go after for the emails that she destroyed, even though subpoenaed by Congress. And, and former Director Comey, FBI Director Comey, saying, well, in retrospect, I should have prosecuted her. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I know exactly why you didn't. But for him to argue with his own Justice Department that he can't too stand trial, <laughs> um, you know, I, I can't believe this is the best his brain trust has come up with. I would have taken three, four days to respond to this um, in a measured way, and instead they just marched him out there. And now they're they're blaming him on the fact that he took an evening, it was 8 p.m. when he took the stage, 
uh, the, when he got to the podium and addressed the media, who had really been um, waiting for him to, to show up. He was late for that. So when he said, I'll take some questions, it was a frenzy. There was, they were, they were smelling blood. You know, dependable Biden-friendly reporters were asking about his age. Can he go on? Should he go on? That kind of thing. He got angry. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. We are fastly approaching Super Tuesday, where a lot it'll be a lot more clear about who the candidates will be. It's pretty clear now, but after Super Tuesday, it's it may already be a formality. Anything after that for Nikki Haley, who I, I I'm going to predict you'll see her become a lot more palatable to the idea of a President Trump because I think she's a political animal and believes she has a future. And I'm not disagreeing with that, but I think she's going to want to survive this instead of turning off the the uh, 75 million Trump voters. I think she's going to want to make use of them one day and she's going to change her tune. It's Look, I, there's no... She should be... She should be fighting with both hands. She should be throwing everything out there that's fair because she's going for a position. There's nothing, nobody should take it personal. It's just how the game is played. Trump said some pretty ugly and dishonest things about his opponents in the Republican primary. And um, I, I expect her to fight hard. But I think you're going to see the transition. She'll, before she admits that it's over, she's going to start transitioning to a more uh, advocate, semi-advocate to the idea of Donald Trump being president. It's just the way things go. Um, look what it did for Pete Buttigieg. As soon as he knew he was out, he had a little momentum in the beginning because the field was so weak, they were willing to go with a midtown mayor to be president of the United States. And he's been, frankly, a very lazy, underwhelming Secretary of Transportation. Um, and some of his impulsive utterances, to, you know, he's, he's a guy who really wants to impress with his words. He is a wordsmith. And he must have forgotten about this this epic battle over what's better for the country, the Keystone Pipeline, or the rail to bring the the oil and natural gas down from Canada into the, the uh, Gulf of Mexico. Democrats were adamant about not letting Keystone Pipeline develop. Of course, a lot of it had to do with Warren Buffett, Democratic supporter, billionaire, Owning the rail, which brought the same fuel down south. So that was no great mystery. But now we see all these train wrecks with chemicals and spillages. And Pete Buttigieg, <laughs> well, I don't know what everybody's mad at me for. This happens all the time. <laughs> you know, it's just not necessarily critical thinkers in the right times. I, I, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, you know, he goes on vacation with his husband when all those thousands of of uh, big uh, distribution those container ships were backed up for months off the coast of California, waiting to unload. Can't make it up. 508-996-0500, and I will be right back. You are listening to The Ken Pittman Show on AM 1420 WBSM. So Brian and Ryan are here. We have the Super Bowl uh, topic to discuss. And uh, right now, it's funny. We're in the in the typical fashion of what's happening in the NFL fandom today, we're talking about Taylor Swift first uh, for some reason. But uh, welcome, guys. Did you see Stormy on TV? Welcome, Ken. Stormy? Yeah. Stormy? Who's Stormy? And it's not Stormy no, Daniels. No, saw, there's I, only one Stormy. Me, I know. Me, oh, me no, Brian, there's sorry. another Stormy. Me and Brian, sorry. Who's, Storm, who's Stormy? She does uh, She's ESIN. What a great name for a meteorologist. Well, that would be. I don't know that if I'm a female trying to do sports betting, I want to be known as Stormy. A little turbulence. A little, uh, yeah. Well, it's turbulence. Unsavory and, weather. I mean, you got Daniels, too. You know. <laughs> I mean, Jack Daniels. That's one thing. So, so of all the conversations. <laughs> there she is. Of all the conversations we're having, the opening conversation off air as, as these guys come in the studio was, it will Taylor Swift make it on time? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, first of all, she's not flying on, you know, she's not taking Spirit Airlines. Yeah, she's taking a, she's not taking JetBlue either. No, she's taking a private jet, which can go faster than... A speeding bullet. Than a, an airliner. I mean, the airliners typically go 500 miles an hour. They can go faster. You know what? Amelia Earhart. Oh, no, you didn't. Amelia Earhart. She, that was a prop, a single engine prop. Mm-hmm. Don't yep. even go there. Well, what happens if <sighs> the plane goes down before the game? I'll give you 50. Uh, why are we doing this? I'll, I'll give Kelsey. You that's why. What? Kelsey, that's why we're doing it. I, that's why I'm doing it. If you're asking, then you don't know why I'm doing it. Ken, I like, I like oh, what, it'd be you, devastating, yeah. what you said earlier. I want, I, I, want the camera, I want the cameras to be focused on Travis Kelsey. How does he get that Just open? one camera off of Taylor Swift and onto Travis Kelsey. Why is he getting open? What is he doing? Because he's not a fast guy. How is he getting so wide open all the time? I know. I'm still trying to figure that out. He must out. be a great misdirection run router who convinces you know, people he's going I, I well. did watch that, that one time. I looked to see if he if he planted his cleats or anything like that. He doesn't. He's a he's a he's like most standard. Yeah, you know, he just kind of loops there. I don't know how he gets open. I, I think it's more to the point that. Between the quarterback and him, there is a deception that they're not looking in that direction. And then all of a sudden they do because the, the de defensive backs have moved away thinking something else is going to happen. Play design. Yeah. Deception. Well, they, the offensive coordinator of Kansas City must be doing Well, last year he, was, he did a bang-up job. Now he's with the Washington football now, team. Now, now, he's, now he's unemployed. Oh, is he really? He yeah. didn't, they, didn't keep him? Him? they didn't keep him. Oh, they gave it to the, the head coach. That's why. Because yeah. Dan yeah. Quinn's the 
Yeah, he'll get another job, though. He did a great job. But I, I, I just think San Francisco has a lot of answers, and can Kansas City shut down all of them? I mean, you get McCaffrey, MVP kind of year. Oh, uh, my goodness. Debo Samuels, tough, tough to tackle. Always Another MVP-type yes. years. Yeah. Not there, but type of year. Yeah, he's Numbers. tremendous. He's tremendous. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, kind of reminds you of, of uh, Corderell, um Patterson's best years. Right, when, when he was playing wide receiver? Well, Atlanta used him in a very eclectic way. He was he was both of those things. He was a running back. He was a wide receiver. Uh, Patriots used him um, pretty well. And then after he left the Patriots, he had a terrific uh, two or three years down in Atlanta. He, But he's even more dynamic. I mean, he's tough. He's got such great balance, strength. I mean, he's he's got everything you, you want in a running back. But he started out as a wide receiver. So you get him. You get, That's it, yeah. You get Ayuk. You got Kittles. I mean, there's, there's a lot to shut down here. More than I think the Kansas City defense can handle. And the difference that that the 49ers offer, it's the same as the 49ers under Bill Walsh, is that they're a quick play offense. They don't, you know, mess around. Purdy doesn't Who's, hold on to yeah, well, right Purdy to doesn't open. Uh, Steve Young didn't. Joe, um, Joe Montana. Montana. Thank you. Montana didn't. That's the type of offense that they've got West going Coast. right there. And you know who else does that? Is um dude down in, in Miami. Tua? Just yeah, Tua. Get Just right really up. quick and you know, and it has such a quick release. Almost not the same type of arm, please don't get me wrong, but almost the same type of pipe release hmm. that Dan Marino had. Just boom, boom, boom. If you're Miami, what do you do with your first pick? What number do I have? Yeah, what number I think they're about twelve. I would I would probably go defensive side of the ball, Ken. I, I would maybe, but I think maybe tight end. If um, if Brock Bowers is there or um, to Javian Sanders from Texas, they might they might want to go. You don't big move play. up for a block Bauer, uh, Brock Bowers. Yeah, you don't move up. I think he's going to slide down myself. I, really, he's kind of a tweener. because oh, he why because he was injured. He's kind of a tweener. You know, he's not really a tight end. Size is he guy. the best tight end coming out? Yes. Is he a wide receiver in the NFL, though? No. I think he's, I think he's a wide I, receiver. I think I think he's one of those kind of guys who can go do a lot of motion, be in the backfield, and, and do motion from the backfield, throw you a couple of quick blocks when needed. That's the type of player he's going to be. If you can figure out how to use him, I suppose, I just, because he's so small as a tight end, I just, I, those first round tweener size guys kind of spook me. I, I'd rather go with the more proven um, but who's proven at tight end? I think it's a little too early to take him, but Jatavian, um, Tajavian uh, Sanders from Texas is very impressive. 6'4", 250, great blocker, great hands, great route runner. Um, I think he's more equipped for the NFL, but I could be wrong. Um, but they need a tight end, I think, uh, Miami. Or another one. Yeah, they yeah. could use a tight end. Uh, like They could use some defense, too. So I think they could use defense. I think they can also... Use a tight end, but I think, at least on the tight end side, there's probably somebody that's going to get cut from another team that yeah, will be free, available. Free agency, we'll, yeah. we'll definitely uh, see what happens. Free agency is before the draft, so they'll they'll settle some of that um, beforehand. Gronk think, will come back. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of great options um, this year for wide receivers, free agencies, other than maybe T. Higgins. People in New England. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were going to say out of college. I was going to say, what no. about Marvin Anderson Jr.? No, no, no. Yeah, no. There's plenty of uh, tight ends in college. Um, Sonette from uh, Kansas State is actually making mm-hmm. a lot of noise. Um, if I'm T. Higgins, 
I'm staying right where I was. And then, uh, what's his name? Who's the Ohio State? Caden or something like that? Um, good tight end. But anyway, Miami, they could use a safety. They could use a tight end. Um, probably an offensive lineman, pass well, rusher. Probably another defensive lineman because you got to rotate those guys. Yep. Okay, oh, down Miami, yeah. Here's a question for both of you. Who? What? What's your best matchup on... Kansas City's defense compared to on against someone from San Fran's offense. What do you mean? M- match of if I'm Kansas City yeah. or if I'm Miami? As your defensive back. My concern is that they're so aggressive. San Fran's defense is so aggressive on the pass rush that could set Mahomes loose to get a lot of ground yardage. And then they're going to have to sort of adjust and be more disciplined. Uh, if they start out disciplined and don't let Mahomes escape... If they can stop Pacheco from getting these second and fives, that, that that could be you know, and at the same time limit Kelsey. I think that's a that's a good formula. Can they do these things? But like I said, there's only, limited options, really proven options for Kansas City, but they're limited. So you you kind of know what you need to address on San Fran. But for Kansas City's defense, where do you start? Who do you focus on? Because if you solve this, there's this guy, this guy, quality quality solutions. Ken, you're not, you're not talking about one of the. One of the improving players for Kansas City right now, the wide receiver, Rice. Rice. He yeah. is. He is good. He's coming into his own. I Absolutely. Think. I thought it was going to be Sky Moore last year's first round draft choice. He's he's really been a Belichick kind of wide receiver. <laughs> but um, you know, Rice. As long as they have somebody, um, I don't think I don't think you can put it all on his shoulders no, to he, win this game. No, I don't think because you got Kelsey either. there. Yeah, Kelsey. But I think more eyes are going to be on Kelsey. Kelsey and then Pacheco, I would say, are the two oh. biggest priorities, right? I keep on going, ooh, on Pacheco. That, that, I love his style of running. Oh, how, you yes. know, I have have legs will murder. You know who he reminds me of? Who? Marion Barber. Oh, hitting that whole Ricky Waters yeah. really smacks. How about out. John Riggins uh, with more speed? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, but those yes. guys were just missiles. They weren't necessarily big, but they were physical anyway. Yeah. And that's what Pacheco reminds mm-hmm. me of. Yeah, Riggins was just a Runs load, like Jim Brown kind of feel. Yeah, like, uh, uh, not quite as good, but that that sort of player. And um, Derrick Henry is in that mold, I guess, a little Christian Okoye. But mm, no, Christian Okoye. Yeah. Yeah, but I think these guys. Um, I, I respect the the fearlessness of what they do. And Pacheco City. Yeah, yeah. Pacheco is really a courageous runner. He, Obviously, Mahomes is the heart of the team. Pacheco's the body of the team, offensively. Yeah, and if they throw a couple of backs there, I mean, Hilaire's good, good, good hands. Yes. You know, he reminds you of... Um, kind of stubby, though. Kevin... Uh, with his legs. You know? huh? Kevin Falk? He runs stubby. Yeah. yeah, he reminds me of Kevin Falk a or, little bit. Or James White. You think so? Yeah. No. Well, no, the, no, the good hands. The good Kevin, hands. Okay, yeah, Kevin right. Falk. Yeah, yes. but, not, but not the elusiveness that either of those guys had, White um, or, or uh, Falk. Maybe not quite. I've seen he's pretty good, though. Yeah, you know, if he's one-on-one with a linebacker, he should be able to shake one. Uh, and you can't really focus on him if you get these well, other but things. but he doesn't play as much anymore. No. And there's good reason. Well, Pacheco. and to, to, and to Andy Reid's credit, he his team has evolved by necessity. They're not this high-flying offense. They're, they're a ground-and-pound, good defensive, mm-hmm. uh, you know, measured, more careful kind of team. And that's not the easiest thing to do to change your brand. Well, you know, I think... Part of that, uh, I wasn't high on Kansas City, uh, too many new receivers and whatnot. But I think you hit it on the on the head. They've decided, look, we're going to be more of a 
offensive team that we're going to do ball control now. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't have the flash receivers that they used to have, and they're controlling the ball. They're moving the ball. They're keeping their defense off the field a lot more than it used to be. Kind of like the early Patriots' success. Kind of like the year. Well, yes. the early yes. Patriots. You had Ennis. You had oh, Doug. you mean the early Patriots were ball control? Yeah, especially with the running back. Yeah, you had um, uh, what's his, the running back um, who came from Seattle, started out with the Bengals, playing for the Patriots. Corey Dillon. Corey, Corey Dillon. Yeah, Corey yeah. Dillon. And you had good, solid defense, great secondary play, and a quarterback who didn't screw up. They, no, kind, they kind of got you, that for formula. New England had a. Uh, Antoine Smith before uh, Dylan. Dylan, yeah. No, right. But then that was one Super Bowl. And then Corey Dylan was good for two, the other two. But he changed the makeup of that team and the way they, they were, the way they were going forward. They leaned on him a lot more than Tom Brady originally. And then uh, when it became obvious Tom Brady could be one of these high flying quarterbacks, these gunslingers, they they got Bel- players. Belichick adopted. Yeah, you know, and um, couldn't draft them, but he certainly found you them know, in free agency. <laughs> I think. Brady, it's easy to say it now, he really grew into the position. He was, he, he came in, filled in for uh, Bledsoe. Then it took a few games. And by, by the time they made it to that Super Bowl, he was still, all right, I'm going to hand it off a few times. I'll hit the wide receiver when, when that person is open. That last drive down the field for the field goal to win the game. Against the Rams. He, he was... A different Brady at that particular time. He was, at that time, he was the Brady that we saw from 2007 on. There was audio. Uh-huh. I'm going to go to this phone call in just a moment. There was audio that was captured, Drew Bledsoe on the sidelines with Brady before he went out for that drive. Mm-hmm. And Brady said something to the effect of, they just want me to, you know, be careful with the ball. And he said, screw that. He goes, sling go it, it. Sling yeah. it. Yeah. And that was the best advice. All right. Thanks for calling. You're on the air. Can you imagine yeah, saying that over the coach? How you doing, Ken? Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's going. Hey, I got a, I got a uh, story for you. All right. It'll make you scratch your head. How about uh, the uh, illegals living in Maine? Going to be there for two years, living rent-free? And uh, I just saw on Fox News that they're all going to get credit cards with a credit line of $2,500. I know New York City is giving out $1,000 for a family of four per month uh, debit cards. And I know Massachusetts has a program that was just announced or revealed to many more now. $30,000 in um, housing assistance for for migrants. Now, if that isn't chumming the water to bring them here more, I mean, you're competing for them or something? That's what it is. This is not a federal program. This is a state program. The Massachusetts taxpayers will be funding this. Unless somebody decides that we need to get rid of the right to shelter program. Ken. Yep. You know know of my situation. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you, that's a blatant slap in the face to me as an American. I'm trying to get my new housing, and everybody else is getting ahead of me, and they're not even legal in the in the, in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts or in the United States of America, for that matter. Now, this realization is coming to fruition in cities like Chicago, New York, Baltimore, Philadelphia. Everybody is yeah, getting mad I about this. For those, I feel sorry for those people. Yep. But seriously. But that's not helping now. No. 
it's, it's, it's a blatant slap in the face to a person like me. Now, the mayor of the city of New Bedford claimed he was going to help me out. Did he? No. I'm still waiting. And I worked on his campaign to boot. And I worked hard on his campaign. Well, I mean, just be careful that you're not talking about somebody who's trying to find some answers for you, actively trying. I don't know what the case is. Um, but I mean, I would, I, would, I would be slow to air that out publicly, Al. Yeah, but the fact is, he said on this radio station that he would do whatever it takes to get me into housing. Because he called in. And a person heard it. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I, I, not I, I, believe him. Hear me out. Hear me out. I only caught the tail end of it, but somebody else got the whole story. So, I'm putting John Mitchell's feet to the fire. Don't don't jinx yourself house. here. Yeah, not, yeah. You want to be careful not to burn a bridge either, Al. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. I'm talking on the radio right now. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm talking to my shower lady. All right. And your closing your closing it. thoughts, Al? My closing thoughts are it's very simple. John Mitchell needs to step up to the plate and get the job done. Okay. And that's all. And that's all there is to it. All right, Al. Thanks for the call. Not happy. I. Uh, I would have advised him not to maybe make that remark. I mean, and, and I haven't. Who know. knows? But yes, I'm, I'm sure. I, I, I think I would not have made a comment like that if I were relying on somebody to try to help me out. I mean, I'm not Mitchell's favorite guy, but I, I believe he's probably trying to hide uh, to, to help him. I, I, yes. I, I don't know what the situation is, but if you are counting on that person to do something, you don't want to bite the hand that could be feeding. But you do want to be the squeaky wheel. Yeah, I don't There's know a about fine line. that particular There's case. There's a fine though. line. Yeah. I know, I know. Uh, well, Whatever, good luck. <laughs> you know, excuse me. I, I don't want to see anybody's tax dollars used. Uh, 30000 That's a lot of money. It sure is. For, for two years. You get 30000 for two years for housing. That's for migrants, not for, not for struggling that's veterans. That's just housing. That's not homeless veterans or Americans who are struggling. That's from immigrants. And that's a Massachusetts program. And I'm sure more than half of the representatives down here on the South Coast voted for it. So here's my thought. Mm -hmm. Eventually, when it's time for the next election cycle... You're going to have a whole bunch of other people who say, well, you helped them out. What are you going to do for me? And if you want to get reelected, and now you're going to have a new series of people that are going to be funded some type of housing stipend as, as you're talking. Next thing you know, everybody's going to be on some type of housing stipend. Out of the Boston Herald, migrants may be eligible for $30,000 housing assistance boost. It's a state program. Um, and you know, it's coming up Monday. We In could, Maine, right? We could have... One of those impressive new meteorology terms we're coming to learn. Boom we could have something. bombogenesis. Yeah, bombo, that's it, yeah. <laughs> What's that mean You can exactly? expect four inches of bombogenesis. It's a, uh, it's a nor'easter that could dump several inches of snow across. I don't know why we need to change the terminology. I know what yeah, a nor'easter, a nor'easter is. is. Yeah. <laughs> so bombogenesis. It, it, it's a, they're, they're trying to stay like. Uh, they're hip. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I got a bombogenesis coming <laughs> Get down to my bombo Smack you with the bombo genesis. Honey, do it. <laughs> um, let's see. 
If you uh, enjoy mild temps in the 50s this weekend, you might be wondering how could it possibly snow in a couple of days. Well, it's February in New England. AccuWeather senior meteorologist Tom Kynes told the Herald, Boston Herald Friday. Uh, Nor'easter could dump several inches of snow across the region from Monday night into Tuesday with close to a foot in some spots. Forecasters emphasize there's still a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. <laughs> there's a foot over here, but not over there. Why do we think we know what the weather's going to be in 10 years if we don't know what, if we're getting what a foot of snow? it's going to be in 10 hours. <laughs> no kidding. But, uh, you know, I've been hearing since today is Saturday. I have been hearing since Wednesday about this, not the bombo part, but the about the fact that we could be getting a nor'easter Monday night into Tuesday. The National Weather Service has not offered any snow maps in the Boston area. How nice of them. Uh, they're just saying there could be a significant potential for snowfall. Go to the Weather Channel. <laughs> see well, what they have. I'm so glad we have so many more satellites up to tell us the same news that we had 15 years Didn't ago. Didn't you figure it out when Doppler came out that nothing works? It's an 80% science because if there's no clouds, you can say it's going to be sunny tomorrow. Other than that, it's 50-50 if, if you ask me. If there's no clouds, on the, if you're in the it satellite, can be sunny If you're looking tomorrow. down at the... At but the, I'm looking <laughs> right now and there, and there are no clouds. How do I know well, what tomorrow's going to be? See, let's say you're... you're uh, a meteorologist, you're looking at the map of the United States, you're looking down from a satellite image of the United States, there's no clouds within <laughs> 1,200 miles of Boston. You can pretty much safely predict this. it's going to be clear, right? Probably rain. And, <laughs> but <laughs> if there's any clouds, then it's, you know, flip a coin. Well, what do you think we have right now? That's what I think. Uh, overcast, uh, but I can feel no rain, can you? I don't think it's a threat of rain. I can feel no rain. Isn't that nice? You're inside. You yeah. got to go outside to feel it. I, I, something innate that tells us if it's likely to have precipitation. Yeah, I think it's not going to rain today or tomorrow, but I think it's going to snow. Monday night into Tuesday. It's going to bomb It's going to be a, yeah, it's gonna be a, yeah, it's gonna a bomb because it won't be snow. It'll be rain like it always is down here. Hi, Carla. You're on the air. Hello? No, not there. Sorry. Bombo. Must have bombed bomb, bomb out of here. Bombo Genesis. Um, all right. So, but, so San Francisco. Yeah, the weather's going to be perfect in, by, the, uh, in San Las Vegas. By nine. Nine. Whoa. San Francisco by nine. Things get out of hand for KC, huh? I don't know that they get out of hand, but not. They could try a comeback, and, and San Francisco scores at the end. The greatest deficit loss by Kansas City this year took place December 3rd against Green Bay. They lost by eight. <coughs> so they've got room to lose by nine is what you're telling me. Yeah, but I think they're playing their best football right now. I think the 49ers are playing their best football I right don't. Now, I too. think they're very lucky they, they get out of that Green Bay game. I thought the coach for Detroit really screwed that game up. They won, didn't they? They won because the coach could have kept... Isn't that what counts? When you get out of the, the second half and you're up 17 points and you're Detroit, San Francisco marches down... Eats up about five, six minutes and kicks a field goal. You go down. You can kick a field goal, but you go for it on fourth and long instead of maintaining a three-score difference. That's the coach's fault. They, they could have had 17-point lead, not with 30 minutes left, but with 22-something left on the clock. That's a lot of pressure on a team to, 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 to think they can come back three scores now with just over a quarter to go. Ken, if you believe, like many people do, that these games are rigged, it had to I be don't. that way. I don't. I don't. I, I think the guy, but you know, of course, Brian does. Of course, Campbell. No, Earl Campbell. <laughs> no, nope. well nope. put. Well put. <laughs> Coach Campbell was a gambler all year. That may be why they got there in the first place. But it was exposed. That th that thought process. In my mind, he should have done what was 
the safest path to the Super Bowl with everything on the line, maintain a three point score, a three score difference. I would agree with that. 508-996-0500. You are on the air. Good morning. Hello. Why are you doing that? You must, uh, maybe the shy. It's a shy caller. It's a bumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Go uh, spend some tax money, have a shot, and then call us. Shot of what? Liquid courage. Uh-huh. Hey, did you uh, hear the news? I heard some news. That uh, from AAA? Nope. That Sunday night after the Super Bowl, there are 56% more injury crashes than on the Sunday nights immediately after and immediately prior. So five weeks both ways. I think Super Bowl Sunday is a big DUI day. Oh, you th- I don't know about DUI, but I certainly crash. I think a lot of people stay in the bars because of they have to wait to the end of the game. Well, who goes to a, who goes to a bar is what Thousands. I was going to say. I know people do, but I think it's going to houses as much as it is going to bars. True. Yeah. I, I prefer the house party over a, a bar to watch a game because I like to hear what's going on. I like to hear the commentators. I don't want somebody talking about what their brother Al did. You know, mm. uh, last, well, you're going to get last, that at a house party. Um, some of that, <laughs> some of that, but I I prefer to have a, a climate where I can pay attention to the game. I, I do too. That's why I don't go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, and when the woman, pass is in the air and you hear... When woman friend says, you know who I saw last week? Go back to the office. 508-996-0500. Uh, go on again. Somebody's playing games, I guess. Whatever. 508-996-0500. Call again and again. So I said nine points? Today? Yes. I said three, so... I'm going to say one. You're going to say one. Okay. One point. I think I think Kansas City's going to suffer a very close loss. 27-26. What do you get for score, Ryan? 30-27, Ken. No score. Just, I, just, excuse me, I know that there's going to be a Just score, a safe lead at yeah, the end. I think it's going to be, as I said before, that the Niners are going to end up winning and kind of pulling it out, and that, and that extra set of points will be scored because of a Kansas City mishap. What's the over and under, 47 and a half? Maybe? I don't know. It's somewhere in the 40s. I, I, I think they're going to do more scoring than that. Um, I just think that, you know, they're going to get creative. Super Bowl is great for seeing new plays introduced and new looks. And new commercials. Uh, My favorite part is the commercials, maybe. So I played two of my all-time favorite today. One was from the second Budweiser Bowl. They used to do Bud Bowls. I don't know if you guys know that. With the dogs? No, with uh, bottles of beer. (laughs) Wow. You had Bud Light on one side against uh, regular Bud. Okay. And Bud Light's quarterback is Budway Joe. All right. Really? Yes. you got to watch. Yes. These things are, they they were great. And there were a series of commercials that ran five or six deep, starting with the pregame, going all the way uh, to the final score of the uh, Bud Bowl. I tend to check out from some of the nonsense. I mean, I like some of the funny commercials and stuff, but my, my attention span... Um, you know, for, we know Ken for concept. Yeah, we we know your <laughs> That's right. Spin. So I'm not I'm not likely to hang in for something that involved. Carla, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, how you doing? Doing great. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to disagree with you guys. I think um, the Chiefs are going to win again, and I'm not a huge Chiefs fan. But if you watch the game, was it two weeks ago where San Fran played the Lions? San Fran did not beat the Lions. The Lions lost that game. I, I feel that way. Yes. 
Right, 100%. So, so, and I think if something happens to Christian McCaffrey, they're done. Brock Purdy, he really showed some good stuff at, in that Lions game, but he's not a Super Bowl quarterback. He is? And I think that Pat Mahomes has what Tom Brady has, and that's a desire to win, and he knows how to do it when it matters. I agree. Travis Kelsey has been a beast this year, and the guy you keep talking about, he was a bust. Toomey, they got him, and he never really did much, and there was debate about whether or not to play him. What do you mean? He made the Pro Bowl. He made the Pro Bowl recently. No, they're not talking about the offensive. She's not talking about the offensive lineman, Ken. Yes, she is. She's talking about yeah, the wide. I am. Yes, she I is. Am. Yeah, yeah. Toomey. She and said I'm it. Saying that they chose not to play him because they were successful without him. So I'm not sure. I'm not big on point spreads. It might go into overtime, and in that case, the kicker of the Chiefs is better than the poor kicker yeah. of San Fran. Yeah, he sure yeah, is. Yeah, he is. You know, you I know mean, so it's... if it goes into overtime, the Chiefs definitely, like I said, I'm not I'm not good with picking point spreads, but I'm gonna say that the that San Fran is gonna lose and not as well as you think the Chiefs are gonna lose. I think it's gonna be more of a blowout and I, I'm gonna say the Chiefs hmm. by at least six. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you're um, describing the same uh, Joe Tooney that I'm I'm accustomed no, to. No, maybe not. I'm he, thinking of Kadarius Tooney. Yeah, he, she's thinking about the yeah. wide receiver, Ken. Right. Tony, Tony right. Kadarius Tony. Tony. Yeah, because Joe Tooney, they're they're arguably best offensive lineman. He was the all. He was an All Pro selection in 22 and in 19. I mean, uh, yeah. 21 second choice. I mean, he was. He's played pretty well for them. He used to play right. pretty well what for the Patriots, to him? too. Why isn't he playing? Yeah, why isn't he playing, Ken? Huh? Uh, Didn't you say he was out for out. this game? Yeah, he's injured. Yeah. He's injured. I don't huh. know what he did. I haven't, I haven't yeah, read it. I don't know either. But anyway, I mean, I would like to see someone else win. I don't want the Chiefs to to equal the Patriots' record. However, I just think Pat Mahomes has that extra magic when it comes to knowing how to win big games. That's all. I agree. I just mm-hmm. think that they, they didn't do him any favors by not bringing on uh, a, a free agent at the trade deadline for wide receiver. But, um, look, Tom Brady lost to a better roster when he played yep. Philadelphia the year before oh, yeah, in 17. Sure. So it can it happen. Can happen. Yeah. It can happen, and it might make football a little more exciting. Just like with the Patriots, I think people are kind of getting sick of the Chiefs winning all the time. I know However, I am. However, um, I don't know. I just think the Chiefs are going to pull it out and win. I, I can see it. Look, I, I think Patrick Mahomes has earned... You know, a trustworthiness in people who think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win. He's, he's been right. he's been excellent. He's the he's absolutely the best player yep. in the NFL right now. He is. He's uh, very good. Yep. All right. He? Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Have a great have, enjoy the game. You Do don't you, you disagree? I, I don't. I hadn't really thought about it. Uh, I'm I'm not ready to put him in that category, but he very well may be. Lamar Jackson had a better year. Deserves the MVP. Mm, I wouldn't but do that. I think Mahomes is a better player. Sir, I, I would put Mahomes ahead of Lamar. And like I said, I feel a little bit bad that Lamar Jackson didn't go to the Super Bowl because a player that relies on the legs like he does, that window to get there is going to be shorter than, you know, the Peyton Mannings, uh, the Bradys. Those guys are around for a lot longer because it's a more cerebral game for them. He is an unbelievable force right now. And that's that window, though, you know, we're all throws the we're all mortal. like a shot put. We're all mortal. He's become yeah. a better passer, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. That's, I don't. I don't think enough of a passer where by the time he can only pass, 
He and, didn't look like it against Kansas City, no, did he? No. 508-996-0500. Are you there, caller? Hey, good morning, guys. Come on, John. Good guy up the street. There he is. There he is. All right. Wow, that lady was very, very knowledgeable about football. Yeah. Wow. She can come to my Super Bowl party anytime. What's your address? Uh, <laughs> you, know what, you know what really sucks? Uh, you talk about whether you'd rather watch a game at home or you'd rather watch it at a, at a bar. Usually when you... They have parties at different bars. You know, you buy a square, yeah. 25 bucks. Yeah, I've been to those. And, um, and then, yeah, you get a dinner and all that. Yep. Well, I, yeah, I was one of those at the VFW, and I had a couple of squares. Of course, you get the $25 square, you get the $10 and the 5 Um And just to see it, the size of both and start playing the jukebox. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, everybody in the place turned around and says, what are you doing? Right. Well, I don't care about football. He says, well, what are you doing here then? Well, because I bought a square. I couldn't listen to music. I said, oh, no, 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 no. He said, I put $10 in there. I'm going to hear my songs. Oh, God. So one guy was going to go over and just unplug the thing. No, I'd, I'd give him some headphones. <laughs> I'd give him some headphones and play the music for him. That was, That's a great option, yeah. Right. Is there a place to plug into headphones into a jukebox? I paid to watch a football game, not listen to your song. Or give him his money back. Tell the, tell the bartender no, no. to open up the drawer because you know the bartender's going to make money. Something's going to be done oh, because yeah. those two will be out front in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, next thing you know, gunplay. Especially yeah. if it's after halftime. We all pitched in. We pitched in and gave him like 25 bucks to stay away from the thing. John, give me a pick. I, I get 15 seconds. I like what that lady says. There is some merit to Kansas City having a better kicker. And Detroit was my underdog team this year. Wait, quick score. Give me the score before, before we get cut. Oh, shit. It's good. Oh, it's good. Good. Oh, it's good. It's good. I didn't hear that. All right, we got to go. Hit the button. Hey, 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 hey. We are back, and uh, just a couple of minutes left here. Uh, we're tailing it off with Super Bowl talk. Um, bad week for Biden, uh, th that report. I, no, it wasn't. He doesn't know. Well, not that he knows, but he's trying to argue with the Justice Department that he should be tried. Right? He's saying, what are they talking about? Like I can't I said, stand trial. I can stand know. trial. Right? You know, you, know what you know what today is? Today is the anniversary of the 25th Amendment, which deals with succession. Right. And I brought up earlier, you know, imagine Kamala Harris going up to the um, Senate Majority Leader and then also the Speaker of the House, you know, with her with her letter. You know, I'm not quite sure Joe's got it right now. We, we might need to make a, a switch. And so if there is a switch, she would get, you know, if we're looking at it right now, she would get nine months as president. She could really screw up things or... People will say, well, we know what we got right now. Why should we go back? Just saying. Can you imagine her? Like on the on the hotline with Putin? Yeah. <laughs> Sir, if you invade Poland, <laughs> I will have to launch missiles that should be and could be, by the way, the kind of potential that people would think. Who knows what she's going to say? But she is 
nuts in front of the microphone. At least Biden has an excuse. Yeah. She, she, her word salads like are like should be served in the finest restaurants in New York. It, it, it is unbelievable what she comes up with. So, I got to ask this question because you know how my mind twists. Do you think at all that Biden could be putting on a show? No. Oh, like like a Sunny Soprano uh, pretending he's senile. Yeah. Well, Was it Sonny? Oh, yeah, the, the grandfather. The uncle, the uncle, the uncle yeah. I, can he do that and hope to get elected? I don't think... Can you rope I, a dope? I, you know to, what? It's kind of like the game that they all play. And I'm just wondering. I don't think you can rope a, rope, rope a dope that sort of a, would you, a, a look. Would you want your wife parading you around like that? Isn't that a shame I, I think it's, if, if it is true? I think it has to be a forced situation. They don't think there's another option. Um, I think I think they're going to be betrayed by the Democratic Party. I think they're going to be replaced, whether they like it or not. To be honest, I don't think he's betrayed he's be, by the Democratic Party. I or? think the, I think the rest the, the the DNC is going to have to come up with another candidate. They will, and they whether it's Michelle they, Obama, or, they won't or, do it until after during the convention. The, the yes, after the primaries. Yeah, and that way that person will get all the delegates. I agree. Adios, amigo. Thanks, guys. Enjoy, yep. enjoy the Super Bowl. You too. I mean the big game. WBSM and W258DR New Bedford. New Bedford's news talk station, 1420 AM and 99.5 FM. WBSM, a town square media station.